Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And guys, we got a guest for you today. Woo! Yay! Um, she is an actor, a writer, and a former basketball player. It's Sarah McLean. That is correct. Thank Yay. you so much for coming yeah, thanks on. Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited. Yay! Um, so we always ask our guests, um, what is your basketball history? So I grew up playing sports. So yeah. baseball, softball, basketball, tennis, you name it, wow. I played it. Yeah. Um, I played pretty much from, you know, youth basketball all the way through high school. I tried out for my college team, didn't make it because they were very good and well, you know, very highly ranked. What college um, was it? University of Southern Maine. Okay. It was D3, but they always made it, you know, to a final four. Okay. So that's where my basketball career ended. Mm. But till then, you know, just playing nonstop. That was wow. my life in yeah. high school. Yeah. So nice. being a, like a high school basketball player, you must have had a favorite team or did you watch a lot about basketball? I did. So I grew up in New England, so I was obviously a Celtics fan. But that was at the time where I was really into the Utah Jazz because mm. of John Stockton, oh, yeah. Carmelo, so now I'm dating myself. So it was the <laughs> mid-90s. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, they were kind of the rivals to the Bulls a lot of... You know, yeah, always getting close, but just not quite getting the championship. Totally. But, you know, Don Stockton, he's amazing. Yeah. Would you say yeah. he's still maybe your favorite player? Oh, yeah. Player? Hands down. Nice. Hands down. And what's funny is because I recently got his um, autobiography. And when you read it, you're just like, God, you really are a nice guy. Even <laughs> oh. the way you're writing and talking about other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Oh, we should gonna, read that. Yeah, we should yeah. read it it's on called, the show. Yeah, it's called Assisted. Okay. Because he was, you know, always, I, I don't know if he still is the um, leader in assists. If not, he's up at the top. Nice. Yeah. So you were watching the NBA regularly yes. for a while. Yeah. Um, and you said you stopped watching it eventually. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I was getting frustrated with... To compare it now, it's kind of like soccer where it's just flopping and, you know, people mm -hmm. falling down. Oh, I'm hurt. But then they're not really hurt. Yeah. And it's just I loved playing and watching because people were, you know, pick and roll, setting up good plays mm -hmm. as opposed to going down, shooting a three pointer, missing and then going the other way. Totally. Mm -hmm. To me, that isn't interesting. Um, but I, I tried getting back into it, um, I think maybe about 10 years ago when the Celtics won the championship. Um, and I went to a game and... It was, I think, the first home loss out of, like, I don't know, they were on a roll, ended up winning the championship. And I just, watching it live, and I just went, if this doesn't get me back into it, I don't know what is. Yeah. So I keep, you know, giving a shot, checking stuff here and there, checking highlights, but... Mm -hmm. Are you still a stop. Celtics fan, you would yeah. say? Yeah, okay. so like the Celtics. That's your team? Yeah. Nice. So you mentioned uh, that you love the 92 Dream Team. I do, yeah. Can you talk about that? Because if I recall correctly, that was the first time professional athletes were allowed in the Olympics. Is yeah, that right? for basketball. Yeah. So, I mean, you just had the best of the best. And it was, so who was unfair on the advantage. Michael Jordan, okay. obviously. Scottie Pippen, John Stockton, Clyde Drexler, Larry Bird. Um, I think Dan Marley might have been from the Suns. Charles Barkley. Basically... Everyone in the movie we're about to talk about, <laughs> or at least some of them, they were all in it. Um, yeah, it all was just, big boys. yeah, it was the best of the best. And then you're playing these countries that they could also have the professional people that were in the NBA, but there weren't as many people who were from Croatia and, you know, mm -hmm. other countries. 
So it's kind of like playing college, yeah. you know, NBA versus college. It was just not fair at all. Totally. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's a pretty recent thing. How international basketball has gotten with, um, so many leagues in Europe Mm -hmm. and that, and, um, the popularity of basketball in other countries is pretty new, right? Yeah. I'd say, yeah. In the last, maybe like 15 or so years. Cause didn't Kobe Bryant play over in Italy? That, yeah is that maybe right? in the off season mm. and then yeah. i think a lot of people now sort of yeah. retire to like israel right. or wherever yeah, yeah. maybe it wasn't kobe's dad. maybe it was his dad that's what i'm thinking of mm-hmm. but yeah a lot of people it's a completely viable place to go play where before it's totally so what was it like playing it uh when you were still playing basketball um i'm a very intense competitor <laughs> so i liked to win um, I don't know. It's, it's just something about the teamwork because I wasn't necessarily always a high scorer. I, so I was very short growing up in mm-hmm. eighth grade. I was a point guard, you know, like five feet. I would dribble into the middle of the paint, pass out the ball. Someone would get a shot. Then by the time, see, I hit freshman year, I grew another three inches. So then I was kind of like a small forward. Yeah. Hitting some threes, <laughs> doing outside, you know, shots. Then I grew another couple inches, became small forward, uh, kind of into like the three, four position. Mm -hmm. By senior year, I was sometimes a center, which was so weird because I'm the same height I am now. Mm -hmm. So most of the the centers were, you know, six feet. But at times when our center had to uh, take a break, I became a center. I'm like, how was it like three, four years ago? (laughs) I was just a point guard and now I'm one of the tallest people. Yeah. How tall are you now? 5'10". Okay. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, my strong point was always defense. Mm -hmm. I just loved stopping other people from scoring. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel like you got, I I always admired, I didn't play, um, well, I played volleyball uh, growing up, but I always felt like there was this really great, uh, you learn a lot from team sports, essentially. Exactly. You're like, you get some confidence, maybe you kind of like uh, bond with people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you, do you feel like you got a, a little bit of that and, or anything else from playing team sports? 100%. I mean, that's where all my friends were, you yeah. know, it was just, I played sports year round. Those are my friends. And a lot of us play the same sports and you really do, like you said, no, learn how to work as a team, which translates into the real world mm-hmm. as far as having a corporate job or having, you know, a job as an actor and a writer, mm-hmm. you know, you can't make a movie or a TV show by yourself. You need other people and you need to learn how to work with other people. Right. And things don't always go the way you want. And <laughs> yeah. it's just, it really helps you just think on your feet and be able to adjust easily. Um, are you playing other sports now? Not at the moment. Okay. Um, I was still playing slow pitch softball for a few years. And then my body just said, no, nah, let's give it a rest a little. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm available when someone, a team needs a female, you know, yeah, uh, for slow pitch. Did you, you played in college though, right? I did, yeah. What sports did you play? I played in college softball and tennis. Wow. Yeah. Did that ever like get in the way of like your academics or no, because that's how I grew up. You know, you go to school, you go to practice for a few hours after, and then I would do my homework while I was watching TV mm-hmm. just because I'm good at I like multitasking, <laughs> yeah. I guess. But that was my life. So even in college, I was there to play sports. I didn't get into acting until kind of slowly as I progressed. So it was just always classes, sports and schoolwork. And I just, you know, have good time management skills. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. you get into acting? So freshman year, you know, you have to have your core requirements of 
what you need to do to graduate. And so I was just going through those while I figured out what I wanted to major in. And one of the fine arts was public speaking or acting and performance. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, well, I'm not going to go up there by myself and say something. <laughs> so I'll do this other one. And then I'd always loved movies and TV and mm -hmm. stuff and wasn't didn't think it was something I could actually do because it wasn't in my family. Uh, and then just really liked it and just kept doing it. When did you move out here? Um, I think I moved out about 10 years ago now. Mm, yeah, it's nice. been a while. You're kind of like Michael Jordan in the <laughs> film <laughs> Space Jam, going from sports mm -hmm. to acting. Yep. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> did you ever play baseball? I did play baseball before I played softball. You, you are mm, like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Exactly. You're now I'm seeing all these parallels, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Should we get into the movie? Yeah, let's do it. With okay. that amazing segue. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the movie! Let's play some basketball. Time to play a little basketball. Oh, that's a monster. We got a custom made <laughs> let's play some basketball for this episode. So we're going to be talking about the 1996 classic space jam featuring michael jordan and a bunch of animated creatures yeah so um did you see this movie when it came out i did and what'd you think i'm sure i loved it i don't remember i don't know if i saw it in the theaters or just when it came out in video which mm -hmm. would have been a year later but it combined my two favorite things at the time which is basketball and looney tunes yeah <laughs> so how could not be a slam dunk those are still your two favorite things right? pretty much yeah. Yeah. yeah i i've there was like a looney tunes craze even before this movie yeah that it was i think people forget about the 90s looney tunes craze yeah yeah i was thinking about that when i was watching it. i was trying to figure out how that came about because you know you had bugs bunny and all this big baggy clothes on t-shirts yeah. and just like how did that get started again yeah I, I part of me wants to say that because in the early 90s everything 70s became popular again mm -hmm. and looney tunes also were popular in the 70s but I, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's actually true that was just like my feeling but i i remember i had a jean i had a chambray shirt mm. button-up <laughs> shirt with embroidered uh tweety bird on it <laughs> and and why yeah, don't you still wear that I shirt i don't know i i probably still have I mean, it somewhere the 90s are back that's true so it's perfect but uh, yeah i mean Lo looney tunes attire was everywhere yeah. that was all the rage that's the, true they I would have that. the shirts with like bugs and taz and everyone tweety bird like looking tough yeah and then on the back it would have like their their back their butts yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, we were talking about it a little bit. I, I was saying that I'm a fan of Space Jam and I remember loving it as a child. And uh, Anastasia and our producer Gabe had never seen it until I forced them to about, I don't know, five months ago or something. Um, and they both hated it. So I did not like it. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like one of those things where it's just like nostalgic for me. Um, I can't help but love it. Love every second of it. <laughs> It, it, I mean, maybe you just, yeah, you have to like first see it with a kid's eyes. I'm too jaded and mm -hmm. grizzled. Yeah. I, I will say watching it again last night and really paying attention to it, you know, like with other movies when you're younger, you're just kind of like, okay, all right. It's, I'm looking at it differently as an adult. And <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not the best, which is why I will not rewatch Howard the Duck. Oh my, my God. mind, that is a great movie. Yeah. And I don't want to know how it really is. My roommate, Dan, made us watch Howard the Duck 
uh, not that long ago. And I'd seen that as a kid and Mm -hmm. loved it. And it's just so problematic. Yeah, that's why. That's why I won't rewatch it. (laughs) Yeah, don't don't rewatch it. Just have the good memories. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you haven't seen Space Jam, it's a movie about Michael Jordan who has left basketball um, and he's playing baseball. He's playing baseball. He's not doing good at it, but he's playing it. Um, And then we've got um, aliens from Moron Mountain arrive (laughs) at Looney Tune Central or whatever (laughs) their world is called. Uh, And basically they try to take over the Looney Tunes and make them their slaves, which I think is a problematic theme throughout (laughs) this movie is like making people slaves. They talk about slavery a lot. Yeah. Uh, The Looney Tunes say, okay, uh, how about we play some basketball? And... Then they go and steal powers from um, several large, high-profile basketball players like uh, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, and Muggsy Bogues. Bogues. Should we let Bugs explain? Yeah, let's get the explanation <laughs> so straight this is, from the source. This is right when um, Michael Jordan arrives in Toon World. I don't know. Mm. I don't let's know. Just they never that. name it. Yeah, let's just do call they? That. No, they don't. But I just I kept thinking it's like a parallel of Toontown. Yeah, Roger Rabbit. But then it's in the middle of the Earth. Yeah, like in H. E. Wells' time machine. Yeah, right. that's like, what, what is. I was happening? like, okay, so the Earth's core is it's, made of two. Yes, <laughs> that is what they're saying. <laughs> that's yeah. It must be based on the movie. All right, let's let's watch the clip. What's going on here? Why, Michael? I thought you'd never ask. You see, these aliens come from outer space and they want to make us slaves in their theme park. Eh, what do we care? They're little, so we challenge them to a basketball game. But then they show up and they ain't so little. They're huge! We need to beat these guys, because they're talking about slavery. They're going to make us do stand-up comedy. The same jokes every night for all eternity. We're going to be locked up like wild animals and then trotted out to perform for a bunch of lowbrow, bug-eyed, fat-headed, humor-challenged aliens. Eh, what I'm trying to say is... We need your help! They're yeah, my baseball plan. <laughs> so they need Michael Jordan to help them beat these giant uh, grotesque creatures. I love his reaction. He's like, oh, you'll be enslaved for all time, but I play yeah. baseball now. <laughs> I feel like the reactions in this movie are just like not on par with like the stakes like when Michael Jordan gets pulled in through a hole in the ground everyone, everyone around is just like yeah, where, where'd he go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a big deal at all. I wonder if it's just because it's, well, I was going to say maybe because Warner Brothers and it was kid-friendly, like, we can't, let's, like, hold back on the slavery and yeah. all this other stuff. Let's just make it friendly. Yeah, just don't react the way that yeah. you normally would to those situations. Right. Or, like, he gets taken to Toontown um, and his family doesn't care at all. And he doesn't seem to care either. He's like, I'm just here. I'm In hanging fact, out. Their kids give up those basketball shorts very quickly without even knowing why. That's yeah. true. That was a weird scene. There's a point where Michael Jordan says, I, I'll play, but you guys got to go get my shoes and my weird little shorts. Because he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing like a button up shirt, tucked into the worst pleated pants I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Very high-waisted. <laughs> very high-waisted. Above the belly button. <laughs> very indicative of the style of the time, mm-hmm. but yeah. his, he looks horrible. Yeah. So he's like, I need my shorts and I need my shoes. Yeah. Go so, get them for me. Yeah. So Daffy and... Who is Bugs. That? Daffy and Bugs go to his house to try to get these items from his home without waking his family, which they were not successful at. And then you're right. The kids show up and then they don't understand what's going on. Nobody has explained it to them, but they still wrestle the shorts out of the mouth of the dog and give it to them. 
Which, by the way, that dog at one point seems to be the same height as Daffy yeah. in, the, in the doghouse. But then by the time he opens that door, it's like grown. Yeah. yeah. The Where perspective like the, yeah. is weird. It changes constantly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's just say the special effects on this are not great. They're very dated and maybe at the time weren't even top of the line. I don't know. I think they look great. <laughs> You, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Wayne Knight being blown up. That looks pretty good. Yeah. Considering. That, that was great. That was a great moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should we play our next clip, which is the Bill Murray clip? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, this is when um, right before Michael Jordan gets sucked down into the tune world, he is playing golf. And I, I just feel like Michael probably was like, I need to fit everything I like doing in here. Playing golf, yeah. playing baseball. Yeah. Also, playing it's baseball. like his. It's like the actors in his family are like reflective and have the same names as his real family. Like he's not very. Creative. I didn't know that. Yeah, All we right. looked it up. But they are actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they not. Yeah, yeah, but it's reflective of what his family really is like. I will say that this though, Michael Jordan's not a bad actor. Okay, I agree. I feel like he is pretty good he not is. great but he's he's pretty good for an athlete he's pretty good yeah. yeah i would say he's way better than like some of the recent athlete cameos i've yeah. seen uh and and like like what well i was just thinking of um i can't remember the, the amy schumer movie oh the Trainwreck. lebron movie Trainwreck. yeah w- with lebron yeah. and um I think Amari Stoudemire was in it too. Oh, okay. And he is, was horrible. Yeah. Who, LeBron? <laughs> Amari. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't know. I don't remember LeBron being horrible. He was pretty I didn't good. see it. Because he know. had a lot of um, a lot of punchlines. Yeah. He? Oh, that was good. good. Yeah. I need to check it out. We should watch it. Yeah. We Maybe that'll be one of our <laughs> yeah. basketball-related movies. Yeah. <laughs> Very loosely related. <laughs> no, um, no, because uh, Bill Hader's character, I think, is a psychologist or something for an nba team yeah mm-hmm. he's like so, a medical yeah yeah he's professional a or something yeah okay yeah, it fits in it's a bad sure movie. yeah why not we'll do yeah. it um so so partway through this movie bill murray shows up um, they're playing golf they're playing golf uh it's him and larry bird larry bird and michael jordan and Wilson michael jackson <laughs> michael jackson wasn't there uh yeah wayne knight's there they're all playing golf uh and then this odd conversation happens What's happening to these players is serious. They're going to need new players with talent, guys who are skilled but never really thought about a professional career before. You think I got a shot? Come on, really. No. Don't kid me. Listen, it's a man's game, and you can't play. What if I tried really hard? Can you keep it down? I'm trying to hit this ball. That's Larry Bird. It's because I'm white, isn't it? No. Larry's white, so what? Larry's not white. Larry's clear. Okay. (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? Why does he say Larry's clear? He's just very pale. So he's saying that you can be super white and play well, but you can't be medium white and play well. Okay. I don't, it was, this is the, the worst dialogue because I feel like they're trying to be funny, but it's, so weird. I mean, Bill Murray's character in this movie is so weird all around. Like he's trying to get in the NBA. He's he's like an out of shape like fifty year old dude. Like, Just the fact he's in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he d- makes that comment at some point that he's friends with the producer. So I'm assuming that's true. I think it might be. He does make a bunch of like weird meta jokes where they're like, 
how did you get here? And he was like, well, a teamster drove me like he yeah. just like pointing out the larger idea that this is a movie. Yeah. And at, at several points in the movie, he's just staring right into the camera. <laughs> um, one of them is like, no one else is there. There is a weird scene of him like in the crowd staring into the camera. And I think he's supposed to be, but another one when he, when he leaves the basketball game. Yeah. That's at the end when he's talking to Michael Jordan and they're just supposed to be having like a serious conversation. And he looks right into the camera. <laughs> I think it's also because it's Bill Murray. It's probably, I want to say someone improvised yeah. because it's him, but it, I'm sure that Michael Jordan, whoever else has like, a heads up of I might say these things yeah just to make it a little even yeah but I'm sure he's making up a lot of his stuff yeah I that's true it he probably did improvise quite a bit and then also he probably didn't put a ton of effort into this well that is clear I think <laughs> he probably was like I'm just gonna get a paycheck and move on with my life yeah okay so they're trying to beef up their team with Michael Jordan um he has to like get whip these Looney Tunes into shape. When he know? arrives, the gym is disgusting. Disgusting, and they're like, "Let's clean it with a spit shine." <laughs> so they all start hawking loogies all over the room, and then Tasmanian Devil goes through and I don't know, spreads it around, <laughs> makes it look clean. And somehow there's a sparkly shine at the end. It's so that's dis- all we know. But disgusting. Everything yeah. is covered in spit. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna assume that everything in Toontown is covered in just spit or some kind of bodily fluid. <laughs> Um, gross. I also have written down Daffy kisses his own butt. I don't remember <laughs> the context of it. I do remember he had like a WB logo on his oh, butt yeah, and he right. kissed. <laughs> I don't remember that. And it didn't explain why he did that or what was happening. It's probably another like meta joke. Probably. Um, so an exasperated Michael Jordan exclaims, has anyone here ever played basketball before? And out comes sexy lola bunny (laughs) with her big old floppy ears flopping around (laughs) she's like like i don't i don't know why she needs to be so sexual but she is hyper sexualized um and we got a clip of uh her entrance bugs meeting her oh she's hot ready so she's dribbling quite a bit looking hot on the court she dunks. Girl's got some skills. Her shirt almost comes off. Yeah. Don't ever call me doll. So I think this is like a real 90s kind of feminism. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That, yeah. That's what I was trying to wrap my head around when I was watching it. Because obviously watching it now, it's very different take. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it is supposed to be empowerment. Mm-hmm. And Looney Tunes... Uh, well, maybe whenever Bugs was a woman, was always very hypersexual. Yeah, and looked very fancy like that. And so I'm, I guess maybe they're trying to combine both of that because mm-hmm. she is the best player. But yeah. again, why so sexy? Right. Why does that tank top have to barely cover her rabbit breasts? <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the makeup. Yeah, and, I don't know. The, the ears just keep flopping into her yeah. face. I mean, yeah, I I agree. Like it's cool that she's the best player. I'm glad she's the best player. But like. She doesn't need to be a a horny bunny. Like, we don't need that. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, at the time, I bet they were like, okay, well, there's not a whole lot of female Looney Tunes characters. So we need a a girl here that young girls can, like, 
look up to or get interested in in this movie yeah the problem is is that she always has to be a romantic objects or, mm, or a sex because, object because yes sex sells right. and we know our audience is probably going to have a lot of guys or at least right. young teens yeah going to want to see a sexy rabbit i don't know <laughs> it worked with you know jessica rabbit oh that's yeah. true yeah. yeah she's like jessica rabbit jr a little bit yeah <laughs> She's Even though Jessica Rabbit off. wasn't a rabbit. Right. But she was super sexy. Yeah. She's kind of a knockoff of Jessica Rabbit. You She's guys are right. I didn't realize that till just now. But it's like interesting how at the time I think people were like, oh, the, yeah, this is good for girls mm-hmm. to have like a girl who can play basketball well and who's like the best on the team. Right. Yeah. But in the end, of course, she and Bugs kiss. Yeah, a forceful kiss. Very forceful kiss. <laughs> because really, Space Jam is just a rom-com. Yeah, it really, that's really yes. what it is. <laughs> so so once they start practicing or whatever, we can, I think we can fast forward to the game. There is one game in this movie. Yeah, this, is, this movie is one long game, I, yeah. which I didn't think about last time we watched it. But right. watching it again, it's like, oh, wow. It's really, right. mo- I would say it takes up most of the film. It's the game yeah. of their lives. <laughs> and I, maybe that's just because the animation would have cost yeah. too much to like do multiple games. But I feel like in most sports movies, it's like the first game is like somebody getting crushed and then they have to like, you well, know, I think because for back. this, it was Bugs Bunny saying, no, you can't just take us. We have to defend ourselves. We're going to play you in this one game. Right. That's true. So, plot wise, it makes sense. Yeah. But for a movie, it's kind of odd. Great plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love the plot <laughs> yeah so like the first half of the film is them getting destroyed by the month the looney tunes getting destroyed by the monsters i mean these guys are gigantic they're mm-hmm. bigger than the basketball players that they take powers from right it doesn't logically make sense they're huge and they can crush and bounce anybody around <laughs> also i want to a, a large part of the first half of the film is also the basketball players who have lost their powers right. playing poorly. And yeah. I could, I know I said this in our Thunderstruck episode, but I could watch that forever. Yeah. I don't know funny. why. <laughs> that, I, that's like the best part of this film for me. It is funny to see like Charles Barkley not able to catch a ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, then even their therapy sessions are oh, yeah. trying to figure out Great medically montage. and stuff of why... They can't play, which I think is very actually adult if you've really paid attention when yeah. he's with the, the Freudian psychologist and then you hear like Barry White or a Barry White sound like <laughs> just going, oh, yeah. Is there another place you're inadequate? And hearing Barry White go, oh, yeah. yeah. That I, was such a weird line too, like for a like, kid's movie. Yeah. Uh, how's your performance? <laughs> they did yeah. a lot of like innuendo. <laughs> Like, or maybe oh. even like explicit asking if they can have sex. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to put in there. But it was a great montage of them like trying <laughs> to figure out what's wrong. And then the forum gets shut down because they think it's a bacteria or something. Yeah. <laughs> they refuse to play. Yeah. Um, I, don't, well, I don't remember which player it was, but one of them said like bacteria like that can travel at the speed of light <laughs> we were like no that's not true <laughs> yeah it can't get here from new york it, what that, are you talking about yeah um so yeah so these monsters are killing them the whole first half of the game and first half of the movie yeah true um and then we we get to halftime where they uh the monsters are beating them a crazy amount um, and this is our, our favorite scene of the movie <laughs> when they're in the locker room. Uh, we've talked about it on the show before, I think. 
Um, essentially, they're all kind of down and bummed out about how the game's going. Also, some of them have been murdered. <laughs> Truly <laughs> murdered with, like, with a gun. With a gun. <laughs> or uh, crispy. The chicken guy gets crispy. Yeah, a monster burns a foghorn like horn. Oh, yeah. But they're used to it. Yeah, yeah that's know. true. They that's are used to it. a normal true. day for them. It does look like just murder happening, but nobody, everyone seems okay. So they're all beaten down yeah. in the locker room. Um, and let's let's watch the clip yeah, finished uh, great speech and all doc uh, you had him riveted but uh, didn't you forget something what your secret stuff he's holding a bottle of water that says michael's secret stuff <laughs> and now he's all buff wow. lola bunnies Whoa. into it nice deltoid play along Stop hogging it, Mike. We're your teammates. It looks very sexual. This whole scene is insanely sexual. Just the way the water's animated. Yeah. We're also chicken. We need it You know, this goes against everything they taught me in health class. Do you want to win or not? Bottoms up. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <The first one. laughs> yeah. They are all going to get mono. Yeah. They're, <laughs> for sharing that water it's bottle. It's just like graphic images of them squirting it into their mouths. <laughs> and like, I just cannot watch it and not cringe. Yeah. Not, you know, I, I feel like there's no way it wasn't intentionally <laughs> sexual. Right. The animators just like went off. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's always a case with animation. It's always a lot for the adults, but now now that I'm hearing your twisted views on this, <laughs> I'm just, every clip you're showing, I'm just, ah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's got a different meaning. Yeah, I, I do feel like this movie is pretty sexual. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> subtly, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. It, like, maybe they, maybe they were making jokes for the adults a lot of the time. Like, I think the montage with the players in the um, psychologist's office like that's probably for the adults. Yeah. Also, yeah. they make references to the movies Patton and Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. So that's not for kids. Right. <laughs> kids don't like the movie Patton. I know. I was forced to watch it. It was horrible. <laughs> but that is a classic Looney Tunes bit. That's true. That's so true. That's also a callback to yeah. If you're an adult and you know Looney Tunes. Yeah. yeah that's true. And uh, Looney. And you're right. Yeah. I didn't even think about how Looney Tunes is really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> very adult and sexy like those cartoons yeah, yeah totally so so this is all in keeping yeah. with their mo yeah so after the chug down the secret stuff uh they is start that supposed to be gatorade i don't know steroids i mean because i mean that I mean, they, makes it seem like they show know, him breaking just the rules. getting water out of the tap yeah though. so like i mean it's nothing it's just right. water it's a placebo effect yeah, yeah. so then they start playing well um, and it doesn't really make sense that Tweety Bird can beat up a <laughs> giant monster, <laughs> but he starts doing it. <laughs> he really starts kicking some ass. I mean, they all do. Lola Bunny is, you know, jumping over everyone. Bugs is getting out there. Michael's Sylvester making shots. uses a fishing rod to take a monster's shorts off, <laughs> and then he's got no shorts on, and Lola Bunny goes, nice butt. <laughs> yeah, and Gabe did say, what about the people on the other side that are looking at that dick (laughs) (laughs) which like good point you know he just flashed the whole place he really did he was not wearing shorts at all 
Uh, and I don't want to think about what that looks like. It must be grotesque. <laughs> like the rest of the Yeah, body. monsters are not pretty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they they really catch up in the second court or the second half. Um, the score just keeps going up. I I actually recorded the score a little bit. <laughs> okay, because because normally when we watch a basketball game, we say what each quarter ended with. The first half ended with just it said, uh, I think it said like seems a bit uneven, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> a bit one sided. <laughs> a bit one sided. Yeah. So there's no actual score, but at the end of the third quarter, it's 68 to 66. So it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, they really pull it together. The Looney Tunes really pull it together um, and win the game. At one point, the head of the Monstars, who I believe is played by Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he comes out and is like just yelling at everyone. I think it's between the third and fourth quarter. And Michael's like, Hey buddy, let's raise the stakes. I don't know why. <laughs> why, yeah. why would he do that? Yeah. Keep the stakes the same. They're pretty high already. Right. Well, like, I guess Michael doesn't really have any skin in the game at that that's point. True. <laughs> right. Well, but they were saying that they're going to, they're going to like keep him as a slave and like yeah. force him to play one-on-one basketball. So that's what the guy's like, if, you lose, I get you also, Michael, and you have to play one-on-one basketball, and you have to lose every time. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, why would he agree to that? And I have to say, um, there's a cool animation style that happens just for mm-hmm. that segment. I don't know why they didn't do that the whole movie, because it's amazing. Uh, I mean, I know why, because it's not Looney Tunes style, but it's a really cool... If anyone goes and watches this after this, hearing this episode, check out that animation style is really cool but then um michael's like but if you lose i my buddies get their powers back mm-hmm. from the monsters yeah so he's just doing it for his friends <laughs> yeah he's really he once again he's not taking it seriously like the stakes that he has set up he's just like yeah okay let's do this it's like <laughs> he's just what? thinking about his baseball game he's got to get back <laughs> right exactly he's like, i gotta strike out 20 more times <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so they end up winning the looney tunes end up winning by like one point who got the who got the final point was it lola bunny no it was michael Uh, with that long dunk the arm arm. okay weird dunk happening where he's he's running and his arms out and then the monsters grab him yeah and the the clock doesn't really count down yeah it's all slow-mo yeah yeah yeah. um The, he doesn't get stopped by two gigantic grotesque creatures holding him down. He's still going towards the basket. And then his arm starts stretching out like some freak. It was uh, pretty gross. Yeah. And then he makes the basket. <laughs> but great animation for the time. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Also, like, because um, Newman, Wayne Knight, <laughs> we kept Newman. calling him Newman. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> because the part where he gets inflated, mm-hmm. which also lo- looked great. <laughs> yeah and then he like deflates like a balloon uh-huh. but apparently it's just a big fart because everyone's plugging <laughs> their noses um i think that's like what gave michael the idea of like oh i could just stretch my arm out and dunk this ball well because there's a, a point before that where i think there's what 10 seconds left in the game and bug says something to him and michael looks at the clock and goes oh now you tell me like i have these special powers oh, yeah, yeah, do right, something yeah. else that's yeah. right 
that's true i didn't get what he was talking about when yeah. he said that. I was like, that's what, what i do you mean you didn't know what the clock was up until now <laughs> <laughs> you just found out the game ends and he mm-hmm. he actually i remember steps on a monster's butt mm-hmm. as he jumps up that's true massive traveling yeah going on. oh oh th- yeah. we didn't okay. mention that where were so the refs many fouls? in any of this yeah. game i mean people are getting shot people are getting twisted People are getting blown up as a balloon, and and there's one rev that Marvin does, the Martian, Marvin the Martian that does not seem to care about anything except for how many players are on Michael's team. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, "You're gonna have to forfeit if you don't find another player." And then fucking Bill Murray shows up, and, he, and then someone's like, "Where did you come from?" A teamster yeah, That was my same question. I was like, "How did he get down yeah, there?" Yeah, practically, how did he even know that all that was going he on? He had no idea. Because he's Bill Murray and he knows everything. Well, he, he was suited up. He was when wearing he arrived. his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that he showed up for the game. Yeah, but but and then immediately he's like, "I gotta go by yeah, and my knees, my knees." Yeah, but I do like that. I mean, so many fouls, so much traveling, uh, so many murders. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many guns on the court. Yeah. We counted like four or five separate guns. Uh, keep that off the court. Yeah. You know, that's what we got to say here. So Michael gets back home, gets to his baseball game, arrives via spaceship. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. They just cheer for him. They're just yeah. happy to see him. Massive standing ovation. <laughs> the only time he ever got that in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And they were chanting before he got there. Yeah. We want Michael. <laughs> It's like, like I get it. You want to see him in person, but you not playing baseball, yeah. right? Yeah. He's not helping your team win. Definitely not, even in a movie. <laughs> so, so I don't know if this is true, but I like to imagine that this movie is how he announced his return to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I looked it up because I wanted to see the timeline, and I think I, I'm sure it was made because it takes a while before he went back, but mm. it was released, I think, the year after okay. he uh, rejoined. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, cause this was 96 and he probably, it was 95 when right. he went back yeah. to the Bulls. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but it I, definitely was his homecoming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that it's just like his true life story. I know. This it is really why it is. <laughs> Even the way it starts, it's all, it's his biopic. Yeah. With Looney Tunes, because it just talks about how he wanted to play basketball and everything about how he didn't make his high school team, but Mm -hmm. then he played for North Carolina and like everything is, yeah, it's just his biopic. Yeah. Which is such a weird version (laughs) to have it. First of all, you're playing yourself. Yeah. With Looney Tunes characters. (laughs) I guess that's really it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think he's happy with that? As his biopic. Yeah. <laughs> no one can ever make another biopic for him because they can't beat Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> well, because what else are you going to say? Yeah. Right. He retired again and then went back and forth. And yeah, it'll be it the mean biopic that shows him how mean he was and and him as a owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. We do talk about that sometimes because he's cheating seemed, on his wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah stuff, bad yeah. boy. Yeah. We talk about how he seems like he would be a hard owner to work for. Cause he seems like you, when you see him in the crowds at the Hornets game, he just looks so disappointed all the time. And it's like Michael Jordan is your boss. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like you're trying to be a good basketball player, but like, one of the best all-time basketball players, some say the best all-time basketball player, is disappointed in you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Although there have been some cute videos of him, like, at the club with his players, which I think is adorable. Like, after the game? Yeah. yeah. Like, celebrating. Yeah, I mean, the Hornets mm-hmm. have been doing 
very badly, I think. So I maybe it's just like the one game that they won. Yeah. It's a team bonding. Yeah. Yeah. Um so after every game that we watch, we give out awards called donkeys. Uh so let's give out the donkeys. Donkeys. So the donkeys are um arbitrary categories that we just make up. Um let's let's give some out. Oh. So should we do most points? We always give out most points. Yeah. <laughs> so most points goes to Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um should, let's do um weirdest cameo. Oh, this is this is interesting cuz there were so many cameos. Yeah. It was kind of funny that Danny Ainge played a very <laughs> very small role. <laughs> Um, in when Charles Barkley lost his powers, Danny Ainge was like, what's wrong, Chuck? <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> or the, who was the, the Homer guy? Oh, oh Dan, Dan Castellaneta. And then Pat- Patricia Heaton. Yeah. Yeah. You would, would have thought they were executives or right. something. They're just snooty. Yeah. They were fans. nameless characters yeah. in this. Yeah. They, that was so weird. Um, I have one, if yeah. you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so for Monstar that most resembles the actual player, mm-hmm. the Sean Bradley one. <gasps> oh, yes, like that looked right. like him. That's a good one. Which I don't know if that's something he should be mad about or not. <laughs> I think just the fact he's in the movie, he should be thrilled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that looks strangely a lot like him. Yeah, why did they pick him to be in the movie? I think it was just because he was tall. He was this... <laughs> it. He was 7'6". Oh my God. Yeah. That's why he looks so much taller He's than everyone. He's gigantic. He only played for a few years, and it wasn't like he was at the same stature as the or status as the other players. I think it was just he was this guy coming in. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. I bet the, the executives were like, that guy looks like a monster. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Let's put him in the movie. Yeah, and then he's, he stands next to Muxy Bogues a lot. In the whole movie. It looks ridiculous. it's comedy. It yeah. is comedy. <laughs> well, I mean, th- we don't... There's no one in the NBA now... Because the tallest player now is 7'3", Boban. Yeah. So we don't have anyone even close to that tall. 7'6". That's wild. Yeah. He, he must hate life. Because nothing is made for him. Imagine what <laughs> car he must drive. It's like the Simpsons. Yeah. Are yeah. you making fun of the size <laughs> of my car? <laughs> this is the only one I can afford. <laughs> I love that everyone knows. Of course. (laughs) No, the only thing I compare it to is Lynn Sanity a few years ago. This this person came in Mm -hmm. and just blew up everything. Yeah, that's accurate. All right. um, What else? What other? Could I suggest one? Yes, please, Gabe. Um, Could I suggest a donkey for most inappropriately artsy looking director for the director of this movie, (laughs) Joe Pitka? I'll just uh, show you a photo. Yeah. <laughs> is is he the uh the after drinking out of the wrong grail in Last Crusade? That's what it looks like. Yeah, that is kind of what he looks like. But he's yeah, got he's... long white hair. He's he's God, I can't he's even stroking him. his chin in a very uh very art, artsy way. We we'll put a photo of it on the episode. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. Okay, Joe Pitka, you get a donkey. <laughs> what else? What so else? I don't know what the donkey is but there's a great soundtrack on this movie i was just gonna bring that up yes the music is great maybe best song yeah let's pick a let's pick a song i feel like it can't be r kelly no (laughs) for many reasons but you know what uh seals cover of uh fly like an eagle yes Yes. agree pretty solid you know and we were saying it feels 
unnecessary to have two songs about flying. Yeah. And Seal's song is so good. Mm -hmm. That cover is so good. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. And you pretty much hear the entire song of of I Believe I Can Fly and Fly Like an Eagle, Mm -hmm. I think, at some point. Yeah. Because the whole opening sequence is the entire I Believe I Can Fly and then an animation to that, the credits, and then at the end. They also, like it felt like they put the song into the wrong place. Like they should have been playing. I believe I can fly when he was doing that weird dunk. Mm-hmm. With yeah. His arm stretching I was out. totally expecting it to come yeah. back. <laughs> and then he arrives at the baseball game and then it starts playing. It's like, mm-hmm. this doesn't feel, he's not flying at all. Yeah. <laughs> he's just walking down while everyone's chanting. I mean, I guess technically he, he flew there on a spaceship. <laughs> That's true. He did fly there. That's yeah. <laughs> I guess that was what they were thinking. Seems weird still. But other than those two songs, there were some other great songs, but I can't remember them now. I'd like to also throw in a donkey for a secondary Looney Tune character of the Matador. Or not the Matador, <laughs> but like the guy with the uh, the knife. He was he only saw him from like the waist down. He was always the one that like when uh, Bugs t- took a wrong turn at Albuquerque, he was guarding the gold. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there just, was a lot of weird secondary yeah, Looney the, Tunes. The audience. But that's, that's a great, yeah. yes. Should we give out best player? Best player. Yeah. Which I'm I'm gonna nominate Lola Bunny. I was gonna say <laughs> Lo, it's gotta be Lola. Yeah. Um she she's yeah, MVP unsung hero. Cause you know she scored most of those points. They just didn't show it. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. She's doing all the he- heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Should we do best kid? <laughs> just kidding. We didn't we didn't learn enough about the kids to pick our favorite. <laughs> Even though it was funny how, I mean, he like talks to, I guess, his oldest son about uh, how he's embarrassed that he's bad at baseball. (laughs) And his son's like, he just keeps saying, isn't anything else on TV? (laughs) (laughs) Other than someone being like, wow, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Like, oh, dad, uh, please stop playing. (laughs) Okay. So I think that's our donkeys. Um, Who won? Well, it was an even tie um, <laughs> between one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people. Um, I'm going to say Seal wins. Okay. All right. Congratulations to Seal. He's had a great career, great life. Um, and yeah, congrats. Yeah. Wow. Michael Jordan totally snubbed on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got enough awards. Yeah. yeah I he's, think he's good. He's, he's doing fine. fine. <laughs> he's, he's you know smoking his cigar up in his tower he's he's doing great yeah. we'll give him best actor for being in your own biopic yeah <laughs> that, yeah there we go sarah thank you so much for being here what thank you for joy. having me yeah it's been a lot of fun is there anything you want to plug um no cool not really you your instagram to. or anything you oh well, yeah I'm, yeah you can follow me on instagram or twitter it's just i am sarah mclean too so M-C-L-E-A-N and then the number two. and Cool. Yeah, sometimes I post things when I feel like it. Nice. Nice. Follow her. And you're like a fan of all sports, yes. it seems like. Your Instagram is covering everything. So if yeah. anyone is a fan of, you know, baseball or another sport other than basketball, check it out. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how I got into curling. Oh, wow. Yeah, through the Olympics. I mean, that's a whole other, you know, nice. hour we can spend. But yeah, I just <laughs> love sports. Yeah, You'll well, come on yeah. our curling podcast. Yeah, right, and we right. said that. 
Oh, can't wait. Um, check out our website. It's dunk.town. Uh, all our websites are, or oh, all our episodes <laughs> are there, uh, along with photos we post. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dunktown podcast. Um, thank you to Andrew Clotworthy and Andrea Tomingas. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes, and um, you can always email us at hi at dunk.town um, and you know, tell us what's on your mind. Tell us how your team's doing. Tell us who your favorite players are. Um, tell us what you thought of space jam tell us what you thought of space jam tell us uh what you're doing this weekend we want to talk to you we love you um anything else no i guess i just want to say uh the 90s are back (laughs) and learn about them really watch all the 90s movies air Uh, bud air bud (laughs) all five of them yeah you know maybe we'll watch air bud we'll cover it yeah Yeah, we'll definitely cover it. we're gonna do more basketball movies actually sarah if you have any suggestions of your favorite basketball movies let us know okay yeah we'll probably do do some more yeah and if you guys you guys can email us at hiadunk.town if you have suggestions we've got a list um but we will take more yeah so that's all Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.